Good morning, everyone. Welcome to the Workers' Mic right here on 720 WGN, powered by the Midwest Coalition of Labor. My name is Ken Edwards with the Midwest Coalition of Labor. Sitting to my right is Ed Maher. With good the, morning. With the good morning with the Operating Engineers, Local 150. And sitting to my left now in our new big studio is Phil Davidson with the Mid-America Carpenters Regional Council, Mac RC. Good morning. Good morning, Canada. Hey, up, Phil. Good to yeah. see you guys. And uh, real quick, shout out to the veterans. Um, yeah. It was Veterans Day on Friday, yeah. and uh, we thank them for all their service. A lot, lot of veterans amongst our trades. That's for sure. The Hard Hats program has yep. been you know, a godsend. So. I think in, in Local 150, we figured out a few years ago that around 10% of our members are veterans. and so I bet we're pretty close ourselves. Yeah, in yeah I think yeah. it's pretty static. Yeah. When, when people attack unions, they're attacking a vehicle for veterans to, to earn a good living. So yeah, keep in yeah, mind, folks. Um, helmets to hard hats. If you're not familiar, you should look it up. If you're a veteran and, and seeking a landing place or, or having a hard time or just want a good career, you know, check it out. The building trades are an absolute wonderful place to land. And we're going to be talking about apprentice in, in, a, in a couple of minutes, but you get points, I believe, for being a veteran towards your apprentice uh, right. application, your, correct? Your training in the military can, yep. can definitely apply to different programs. Because there are military folks that run right. heavy equipment correct. or carpentry or electricians, right, in the yeah. military because the military right. needs them. Yeah, right. and as we talk about a lot, like because our programs are very selective, yeah. you get added points for criteria when uh, if you've got military service and you're a veteran. Like, which, right, which, that, which, that, which, that gives you a, a leg up. Which, by the way, you should. Yeah, absolutely. Right? So, so um, happy Veterans Day, folks. Um, I have one quick public service announcement, and that is this coming Wednesday, um, November 15th, at 6 p.m., Sheridan Grand Chicago Riverwalk, there is a organization, it's called the Peggy Browning Fund. It's named after a, a very uh, famous lawyer back in the day. Um, it's been around about 25 years. And what the, what the fund does is it pays for law students to come work for labor. Um, whereas a union, for example, that is small or doesn't have a lot of resources or is just looking to you know grab some folks or whatever, the fund will actually pay for that law student's wages for summer. Mm-hmm. And so you're getting law students exposed directly into labor land. And it's a wonderful, wonderful program. Um, and I'm going to offer um, the Workers Mike will sponsor two law students, uh, if you want to go, um, to go to this function. You'll meet a ton of people. It's a pretty fancy occasion. It's fa- it's, yeah, you got to wear a suit and tie, I think, right? Yeah, I think that, so. that, that, most lawyers or at do. At least like a tuxedo t shirt. Yeah. <laughs> Um, but if you uh, if you want to go, uh, we're going to sponsor two of you, um, and it ain't cheap, by the way. No, um, we're raising money. Yeah, we're, we, they need the money. But um, they're honoring uh, Don Finn, um, the president business manager of the Electricians Local One Thirty Four, mm. who happens to be the head of the MCL. So uh, amongst two other honorees, one of from uh, Local Seven Forty Three, uh, the president, and then uh, a really famous labor attorney here in Chicago, Michael Slutsky. So if you want to come. Um, call 800-433-2099. That's 800-433-2099. First two law students that call me will get free admission uh, on me or on the MCL. Oh, no, on the workers' mic, really. Yeah, well, whatever. Either way, Ken's buying dinner, and that doesn't happen very often. <laughs> yeah, so. take advantage. And it is it is a, a very, like very comment. nice event. If you're looking to get a, a foot in the door in labor, that is one that everybody goes to. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. And, uh, and you'll meet a ton of people. I'll introduce you to a ton of people. I used to be a labor lawyer myself. Mm-hmm. I say used to be because yeah. uh, so, you know. past life. Yeah, 
gave that up. Mm-hmm. <laughs> he still plays a lawyer on the radio. I mean, it's in the, it's great for for labor unions, obviously, because so many people who go into law school, I mean, they go on the other side. You know, it's, it's a pretty well, look, niche look, market, it, right? It, yeah. yeah, and you know what, Phil, you make a good point. Yeah. It's uh, you you go to these job fairs, and if you're in a you know top notch school, uh, law school, etc. You know, who do you think is there? Big, giant management law firms are soliciting, right, the top of the class, and they're giving, you know, are you working out making 180, 200 grand plus a bonus? Right out of of law school, right? right? Absolutely. And labor generally cannot match that. So you have to convince them of other things to do it, (laughs) i.e. Being able to sleep at night, you you help people. Yeah, being able to look look in the mirror. Yeah. (laughs) Right? (laughs) Being being on the moral high ground. And oh, by the way, Getting pensions and right. health insurance, yeah. and, and we're not gonna, working till you're, you know, a million years old and putting in a zillion eighty hours, hours a week. Yeah. Yeah. we'll be we'll be talking to a couple of folks from the Labor's uh, pension yeah. program about just that very thing. We have a couple guests coming in later in the show, so stick around for that. Yeah, that's going to be awesome. It is uh, coming up on National Apprenticeship Week, burr, right? Burr, burr. Yeah, <laughs> starts <laughs> Monday. Yeah, Monday. You were telling, you were saying, Phil, year. like, what is the what's the rate? Yeah, that they've you said? got a bunch of. If you go to the uh, National Apprenticeship. Apprenticeship Week uh, website, which is funded through DOL. Um, DOL, Department of Labor. Department mm-hmm. of Labor, yes. They've got a bunch of stats on there, and one of them I saw was very interesting was uh, the average salary for someone who graduates from a certified apprenticeship program, which is basically a union program, yep. $77,000 is the average. Yeah. That's the average salary. That's pretty good, man. I'm not surprised. Uh, yeah. And what is, what's like, what's the average like college coming out now? Is 40? If they're lucky. I'm I mean, serious. Yeah. It could be a negative number, Ken. With all, with all the debt, <laughs> yeah. it could be a negative number, unfortunately. Yeah. And you're working your four jobs to try and pay it off. It's, we shouldn't even laugh because it's, 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 it's a broken system, but uh, apprenticeships totally. are not. Yeah, you're right. So I was thinking about this the other day, and... Um, I don't know why I was, wa- I was watching sports and I think I was talking to my son and he's a giant Eagles fan and when he talks about the Eagles he says we you ever uh, talk to people that say that there's no team in professional sports where fans are, live and die with their team like the Eagles but uh, but what I'm saying what, what I'm saying is like he associates himself with the team and yeah. it got me thinking right we've talked here all of us amongst ourselves and and we'll be talking about 150 and i'll say you know we did this or phil you'll be talking about the carpenters you'll be like hey, yeah here's how we do it or whatever right. and we say we yep. right and we say we because we mean the union we're part of it we're part of the union we yes. we the union is a we and you know to the folks out there that go oh the union did this or i gotta you know i gotta talk to the union or whatever mm. start saying we because yeah. it's your union right. right and take take some ownership of it it's nice to hear people say you know hey uh, instead of like oh uh, 150 did this like we did this right right uh carpenters like we did this so take that vernacular and, and the royal we <laughs> what's that the royal we what does that mean that means just collective. The collective we. It's a big Lebowski reference. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I thought you learned that like in school or something. <laughs> no. I think it means something. Everything like that. you know, you know from the Big Lebowski. <laughs> and there's a lot to learn from the there Big is. Lebowski. I've never there seen is. it. I got to see it. Yeah, it's a it's a very very good movie. You should watch it. And everybody listening, if you haven't. But seen I, it, I do. I think I think it's important that people start to realize because you hear in these anti-union rhetorics that the union's an outside third party and they're interlopers yeah. and you know all this kind of stuff. And and it's not. The, the answer is you are the union. Right, and you see what UAW did recently, what the Teamsters did. We're going to be talking about uh, the Screen Actors Guild, right, right? there. Uh, uh, hopefully, end to their strike. Um, yeah, and, and, solidarity and, and, is a beautiful thing, and it's a we proposition, right? Yeah. Yeah. Um, so, because I mean, we uh, we've talked about before, like we, as a society, we don't really have associations like we once had. You know, right. like people don't have bowling leagues people anymore; they don't join the, the Elks Club anymore. Like right. your union, like that's your crew, and absolutely, and that's, it's it's great to see people band together in solidarity and talk about. 
this fraternal organization you're, they're part of you're part of a yeah. team and you're starting to see it more and more now yep. and, and so it's nice to hear that word we come back into the vernacular because hey if i'm so excited about a sports team well, I, I should be equally if not more excited about the thing that's providing my family with food and a pension and health insurance and wages and everything else that my life revolves around that is a we proposition yeah right? no, that's a very good point all right we got we got we to bring back kenbot by the way oh kenbot yeah no kidding <laughs> and evan too, by the way. That's right. my son's so stick with us. We've got a couple guests coming in from the apprenticeship from the labors. Yep. Great. And then uh, later on in the show, we will talk about uh, the writer's strike, the actor's strike. I'm sorry. Big deal. Yep. Uh, got a deal there. So Fine stay with settled. us right here on the Workers Mike 720 WGN. You're listening to the Workers Mike, powered by the Midwest Coalition of Labor and sponsored by Megan Financial, Premise Health, and Voya Financial. Welcome back, everyone, to the Workers Mike right here on 720 WGN. I'm Ken. This is Ed. This There's, is Ed. That's Ed. Yeah. There's Phil. This is Phil. And uh, as we talked about at the top of the hour, uh, we're super psyched to have the executive director and the director. I don't know what the difference is. I know one of you is in charge um, <laughs> from the Laborers Apprentice Program, right? What's the What's the actual? So, so we have. Let me introduce it. We have Keith Vitali, right? I say yes, it right. Correct. And John Rotondo. Yes. Say that right. Yes. All right. Welcome to the show. Welcome to the show, guys. Thanks for having us. Happy to be here. Yep. And uh, this week is coming up. Is what is it? National, National Apprenticeship Week, which is awesome. I didn't even know that was a thing. To be blunt with you. Yeah. Some programs are having competitions and skill showoffs and all this kind of it's stuff. It's awesome. So it's a big deal. So what's the exact name of, of your apprentice program? So it's the uh, Lyona Chicagoland Laborers District Council Training and Apprenticeship uh, Program. And um, where is it? In the Chicagoland area. We operate in a nine-county region. Where's the actual uh, facility? We have two facilities. Mm-hmm. One is in Carroll Stream. Okay. That's our main facility. Yep. Uh, we broke ground on that facility back in 1989, opened wow. the doors in 91. Wow. Um, a few years later, in 2008, we found some property in the city of Chicago right off of Grand and Central. Mm-hmm. Uh, 25 acres so that's our other facility it's 170,000 square feet under roof on 25 acres wow i was there for the grand opening of that and that is a beautiful facility it's it's interesting because in 2008 we broke ground we opened the doors in 2009 yeah 10 years later we outgrew it and we right. put on a 60,000 square 53,000 square foot addition and renovated 35,000 square feet and well, you did a, i did wow. you did it mostly union right One, <laughs> <laughs> yes absolutely. good answer, good answer. <laughs> except for the carpenters <laughs> sorry phil hey i'm kidding so listen let's 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 back up real quick john um how long you been uh, a labor uh close to 40 years 40 years unbelievable and you obviously came from the field from the field uh, from you, private sector so you you worked right you were a labor uh what local work construction uh, laborers local too okay and that's out of chicago uh brookfield illinois chicago uh-huh. okay. you know land area okay. tunnel miners yep. union yep keith yes i came from the field i've been in the union well i went with the training fund for 31 years wow. since 93 basically so i'm starting my 31st year um and you were labor before that. before that i was with the chicago park district i mm-hmm. was a building and construction labor yep uh did a lot of work um through college so you're like between the two you're, you're literally talking about like 80 years worth of right. of experience right. What, right what do the laborers do on the job site why don't you tell the audience that i think it would be shorter if we told you what we don't do <laughs> okay tell us what you don't do honey. okay so basically we do it all so what's great about the laborers is we're here they're on the job from start to finish mm-hmm. um so they could work as they could do the scope of work is very wide um on our scope so we could do layout pre-job with dirt you're getting with the excavation, the civil engineering part of it, work with the operators. Uh, we could do the sewer and water, mm-hmm. do all that as well. So we do, we do underground. We do the building, the concrete, the 
Uh, we work with the carpenters. We work with yep. the electricians. Mm-hmm. Uh, we do cleanup. We do layout. We do solar now. So cool. there's there's opportunities for all kinds of work. In right. The, Absolutely. In the, the scope is so so wide. Right. I mean, everything from even the folks, um, if you're driving down the highway and you see flaggers during the summer, those are labor. Those are labor. It's a multifaceted industry. We're building the nation's infrastructure. Yeah. And you guys are literally physically working. I've always said, like, you know, you know, the operators, nothing wrong with it, right? But they're pretty sedentary, sitting in a machine, you know, a it lot of the day, sure, yeah. right? Um, but the laborers are actually out there laboring, right? Yes, it's uh, it's physical work. You work with your mind and your body. Mm-hmm. Um the scope of work, like I said, is very wide. So there's many, there's there's much growth. You could do a lot. You're not stuck in one aspect of construction. And that's and, and it's my also understanding that sometimes laborers will uh, move into other trades, right? Uh, become an operator, for example, um, and then get two pensions, right? I've talked to a ton of operators. They're like, yeah, I used to be labor, and I also have pension over here, right? Right, right. That's uh, been a uh, been a. Uh Actually, the laborers have been uh, historically known as a feeder program for other trades, mm-hmm. although now with the uh, building up of our uh, apprenticeship and our construction craft laborer program, they see career paths as a laborer yep. that they could keep and maintain you know, throughout their, uh, their career. Future so is it, is, is it tough on your body? Could be. It, yeah. it could be, I'm sure, just like any physically demanding job. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's why what's great about the laborers is there's opportunity you know, you start young, you could be working in concrete, and then if there's another avenue, you could learn that skill right. and do it as well with your mind. And one of the beautiful things about working in the Chicagoland area is that uh, laborers in our region can go from one building trade, uh, building contractor to a sewer contractor to a road contractor. So they're not stuck in one lane. No, right? no. It's, it's, it, you know, it's a very exciting, rewarding career with a lot of uh, opportunity to learn and advance in, in many different fields of our industry, and especially on the job site. The multitasks that we do and perform are you know, um, tremendous. Absolutely. And something you said before about the fact that it is physical work, um, you know, your, your union recognizes that, and it's the same with a lot of building trades unions, but your union fights for really, really great health care and, and retirement benefits because the fact of the matter is when you're working an extremely physically demanding job, you can't do it till you're 75 years old. You've got to be able to stop doing it at some point. Um, and so your union provides that retirement security for your members we and health care while you're working. Phenomenal benefits. Your, uh, your health care in the Chicagoland area, uh, out of all the MCL unions, is the best. Absolutely. Um, and... Uh, I don't say that lightly because they're, they're all, all very, very good, very good. Mm-hmm. And, and different. But yours is literally, you know, it's always sort of the gold standard. It's it's 100%, right? It's, it's free. It's exactly. <laughs> so it's a, yeah. Free is a good price. That sounds really good. And I, I would imagine there are a lot of people interested in uh, how can I get a how can I get in on this? So right. how does your program work? Some are open for a brief time during the year. Is your program open all year round? And you know how can people find out more about it? We do accept applications year round. There's no charge or cost for the application. It's contractor sponsored, so the individual will secure a. a um, a position with a contractor will mm-hmm. represent them uh, through an online application. Um, so let's, let's let's back up. Let's let's talk. Let's just say that in plain English. You have to get the job first. Yes. And then the contractor sponsors you. Right. So it's almost like a letter of intent to hire. So the contractor. So someone uh, interested in a career as a construction craft laborer would approach one of our signatory contractors in whatever uh, trade area that uh, you know road, building, sewer, uh, that they're interested in starting out in, 
and uh, the contractor would fill out an online application uh, for this individual. So somebody by themselves couldn't just walk in off the street and say, hey, I'd like an application? No. Okay, got it. We would point them in the right direction. And what makes it unique, and to echo what Johnny's saying, is what's great about the relationship between labor and management Mm -hmm. is because it's contractor-sponsored, what's great about it is the contractor gets to basically vet their people. Right. So they say, well, this is the individual that I'm going to invest in. And there's a little stake in the game with that. And then the participant, the applicant, the future apprentice, Mm -hmm. also learns two cultures. Learns how to be a great union individual, like a man or woman. They learn the culture of Layuna. Mm-hmm. And they also learn the culture of that contractor. Right. So what I'll say with that is they grow together. So there's investments. So the two-year program, they learn the culture of the contractor. And I would majority of our apprentices, once they go into journey worker status, they're already in almost like, like a supervisory or leadership role. Or at the training fund, mm-hmm. all of our most of our instructors were at one time an apprentice. Because they grow with that culture, they get so many opportunities, they touch so many different tools and different tasks. When they come to the training center, they become mentors for the new apprentices. Right. Yeah, that's interesting. How that's- many apprentices come through the program every year? Uh, currently, we're holding a hundred and nine, one thousand ninety apprentices right oh, now. Oh, wow! So yeah. up until this year, this quarter, we took in three hundred seventy-two apprentices. So work is, you know, work is public. It's a, yeah. it's a gauge to see mm. that. So you're saying they you br- have you, jobs coming in? Right. Work is needed. You brought on a thousand new members this year. There's, uh, close, th- there's currently thousands thousand, in, yeah, the program. in the program. There's about right 400 now. that have come in so far yeah. this year. Yes. Got it. Okay. So cycling through the program, is it generally about a thousand at any given time, or is it? Depend- I assume it depends on work. Yeah. Right. Yes. Like everybody else. And that's the beauty of the way this program was designed. That it's contractor sponsored. It's driven. We're supplying right. the industry and 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 the need. So I I, I think that uh, can you guys stick around for the next segment? Sure. sure, I'd be happy. Okay, to. I'd like I, to talk more about yeah, um, me too. I know, get the what the wages look like yeah. And, yeah. and what this looks like for yeah, applicants, and absolutely. then get into apprenticeships, kind of in a broader, broader scope. Great, yeah. looking forward to it. All right, let's, yeah. yeah. All right, so listen, um, uh, if you just tune in, uh, we're talking to John Rotondo and Keith Vitale, both from the uh, Labor's Apprentice Program. Uh, we are right here on the Workers' Mic, uh, seven twenty WGN. We'll be right back. You're listening to the Workers' Mic, powered by the Midwest Coalition of Labor. And sponsored by Megan Financial, Premise Health, and Voya Financial. Welcome back, everyone, to the Workers Mike right here on 720 WGN. Um, we are still sitting here today with John Rotondo and Keith Vitale, both from the Labor's Apprentice Program. Um, Keith is the executive director, and John is the director. Is there an uh, director of apprenticeship? There you go. Okay, and you're the executive director of apprenticeship of the fund. <laughs> I'm the executive director of the fund. Don't act confused. You know the Zalkos guy. So, and one comes from local one, and the other one is local two. Correct. I love yes. that. There's a, definitely some behind the scenes rivalry. I think. Yeah. Full <laughs> of attention in the room. Put it on the air. You know, don't save it for off the air. Well, we were the first we're local. Right. We were the first local. There you go. Now All we're right. Talking. Now we're talking. We'll yeah. Spice it up a little bit. So before the break. Uh, you guys had talked a little bit about the laborers program, and you guys have a program where if you want to join the laborers, you have to come in as an apprentice. You don't come in as a journeyman. You have to go through the training program. Um, so what, is, what does that look like? And I mean, what, uh, if somebody wanted to apply, what kind of wages, what kind of benefits do you start off with? So uh, basically, if they, uh, 
it's a mandatory apprenticeship program, mm-hmm. so they, they do come in through a contract or sponsorship. And we start them at uh, 60% of a journey worker's uh, pay. Mm-hmm. Journey worker's rate right now currently is forty eight ninety an hour. Wow. So they're starting. They're starting at twenty nine thirty four an hour. So basically, they work all year. That's $60,000 a year. And, and 100% paid benefits on top of that. It's not yeah. coming out of your check. It's on top of that. Right. Correct. And that's at an extra thirty three twenty eight per hour. So basically, they're making 62 dollars Sixty-two per hour. <laughs> if on day, on right. day one, on day one, earn as you learn. As All right, and this is scaffolded <laughs> yeah. too. Now no let's throw debt. let's throw in what everybody wants to hear right now, and that is, what's the phone number? How does someone get in touch with you? <laughs> well, the phone number for the training fund is six three zero six five three zero 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 six. Can you well, say now, it again? Six three zero six five three zero 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 six. Got it. Do you guys have a website? Uh, yes, we do. ChicagoLaborers.org. Excellent. Pretty simple. Yeah. Um, so. All right, so you start off at sixty percent, right? Yeah, and then it's two years. So is it six months? Is it a year? How does that work? Yes, exactly, Ken. Every six months, okay. if they hit certain benchmarks yep. of training, yep. they get their certifications, and then that that builds on their on their pay. They they get a ten percent increase. Got it. So they basically go to uh, uh, thirty four twenty three per hour then. And then they top out after two years, right? At Journey Workers Wages. And that's 48 bucks plus benefits. At this time. Keith. Correct. At this you, time. Keith. So just to echo that, so what's great about how it graduates up every six months, they hit their benchmarks, because it's, it's separated into on-the-job learning. It's right. a partnership, remember? Mm-hmm. So they're learning that culture we spoke about earlier, about mm-hmm. you know they're learning different tasks. They're not just touching one aspect of our scope of work. Right. So on-the-job learning is about 2,400 hours, and then they do nine classes, which is 360 hours of training and education that we're responsible for at the training fund. Wow. Yeah. So, so you know, come in like yeah, like once a quarter. Or right. something? They come so, in, yeah. Yep. Yeah. So they take classes. Correct. Actual yeah, classes. Forty hour class. Forty hours a week, and yep. we teach. We tr- those classes begin and end just like a job site. So when they come to the training fund, that is their job site for the week. But they're learning for the week. Right. So they start at seven a.m. They go till three thirty. They get the same breaks. They get the same kind of lunch. Mm-hmm. Their only difference is. They're at a job. Their job site is the training fund. Yeah, that makes sense. And there's a teacher, obviously, and trainers. And yes. is, there, is there a like a test or a skill set afterwards? Yes. Or how do you how do you make sure that somebody's passed? For example, every class has different levels of assessment. Yep. You have informal and formal, depending on the class. So there's performance assessments if there's going to be hands on. What's great about our training and delivery? One thing about Liuna Labor's training fund is we are the only fund in the country that hold three outside third-party certifications you mentioned our instructors right our instructors hold an ANSI certification which mm-hmm. is a personal accreditation recognized by ANSI for training and delivery and what's ANSI? american national standards institute mm-hmm. okay so we are the only organization that has a personal accreditation that our instructors have to go through for training and delivery meeting the needs of the learner right we also hold another accreditation called ias for our curriculum and what our does that stand for international accreditation services got it um and that one is for our quality management system, how we run our organization. Lastly is COE, Council of Occupational Education. We are the only training fund, laborers, union training fund that's recognized by the Department of Education. So our curriculum, our laborers, when you say learn and earn, they yeah. learn on the job. But when mm-hmm. they come to ours and get those certifications that John mentioned, 
the assessments are measured. They're measured, and then they are ready. Our product at the training fund is not our curriculum. Mm -hmm. Our product are our laborers. Right. Right. So when they go back to that signatory contractor, that sponsoring contractor, they're ready to work. Whatever they learn, they're ready. They're certified and ready to work, hand to tool. You know, uh, I just want to stop you for a second because you're foreshadowing something that we're going to literally be talking about next Mm -hmm. week. Mm Mm-hmm. And we have the American College of Education coming in here, uh, a brand new partner with the MCL. One of the things that we're talking about is giving uh, apprentices college credit. And so they're surveying our apprentice programs. You guys are going to be one of them um, to give us some college credit, right? Some people come in with associate's degrees, and we'll talk more about this next next week. But what you just mentioned is really interesting to me. I didn't know this, that you're certified by the Department of Education. We're recognized by the Department yeah. of Education I mean, on a national uh, level. I mean, that should give us college credits right out of the gate. We could. Right? We already could. Yeah, I mean, that that's just fantastic. So not only are you literally, like, you know, not necessarily having to go to college and get debt, right, like we've been talking about for a right. year now, but you can, you know, walk in, make, you know, 30 bucks an hour, basically, plus benefits right on day one, and then a couple of years later, you're making almost 50 bucks an hour plus benefits. Yeah. Correct. And everybody was like, was like, you know, people used to just, I don't know, denigrate, if you will, the building trades. Oh, uh, you know, go to college. You want to be like that guy the rest of your life. Like, yeah, yeah, I actually do want to be like that guy the rest of my life. But that's a great point. And even today, I think that there are high school guidance counselors who are like, okay, if this student's getting A's, B's, or C's, we send them to college. If right. they're not, then we, you know, it's like, oh, go to, go to the trades maybe. But, you know, we were talking earlier about the, the number of applicants for these programs. And so not everybody gets into them, uh, the ones that are open for applications. It's highly competitive. These are great jobs. A lot of people want them. Probably a lot of people listening to the show want yeah. them. Um, so they're not looking for D and F students. And you guys probably get a lot of applicants like the other trades. I know, Phil, you've said with the Carpenters. College app, uh, graduates. Col- yeah, yeah. College, <laughs> college degree yes. holding folks yeah. where it didn't work out. They got out and it was like, this wasn't the deal that I thought it was going to be. Are you talking to my son right now? <laughs> you trying to get him in the program? <laughs> I'm begging him to go. I know, I know a couple guys with the laborers. <laughs> I'm looking at him right you're now. you're looking, Evan. <laughs> but I mean, so let's talk apprentice in, in big picture for a quick second. Um, you mentioned that, you know, you got a thousand in, in the hopper, uh, making sure that work is good. Um, 150 just... Uh, was taking applications not for 150, but for sprinkler fitters local 281. It was, it was at our hall, and uh, and how many? Ed, I saw a picture six. What time was it? Six but, o'clock in the morning. It was about seven thirty. It was an hour and a half before the doors opened. Uh-huh. But it was earlier this week. It was cold. It was rainy, and there were probably three hundred people lined up just waiting for the doors to open. And you made an a really poignant comment, and that was, you know, oh, you know, these kids don't want to work anymore. You hear it all the time. Yeah, right. You know, and that's not true. And what right. you say. People don't want to work for nothing. That's right. People don't, they, yeah. Kids are Kids don't smart. Want to work, they don't want to work for peanuts. Yeah. Right? They don't want to work for minimum wage. They want to come in and get a job like this. What did uh, 150 have? We had how many we had over 4,500 applications for around two or 300 jobs. And Phil, what about you guys? We average um, probably around like 600 applicants. We do like three application periods a year. Mm-hmm. And yeah, I mean, those are very selective. You're probably going to get about... A um, hundred per class that right. they can accept. Yeah. So people think it's easy, you know, yeah. just walking into the building trades and you Absolutely. know, uh, you know, uh, you know, strong back, weak mind, and, right. and that kind of thing. And it, it couldn't be further from the truth, no. right? These yeah. are skilled trades. Because yeah, we like, have a pre-apprenticeship program, so it is, it's nine weeks. That's right. You have yeah. a pre-apprentice program. Yeah. So like we, you know, you have to prove yourself there. You got to be at the training center every day at six in the morning. And that's like, right. If you can't do it, then you're gonna hey, you'll be you weeded out. If you can't get there, yes, chances are you, you're <laughs> exactly. not gonna get to the that's job. I, I always used to hear about one of the programs. Where 
on the first day you'd get there. Yeah. You had to be there by 8. Mm-hmm. And at 8 o'clock, the door locked. And yep. people who had been waiting to come to this first day for months would walk in at you know, 8, 8 o'clock and 10 seconds would be like, sorry, we can't use you. you know, Because punctuality in the construction Absolutely. industry, you know, if, if your job starts at 7 o'clock, you're drinking coffee in the parking lot at 620. Mm-hmm. Right? That's right. Mm-hmm. Yep. You yeah. should be, right? Yeah. If you're on time, you're late. That's yeah. true. That's that true. true. <laughs> if you're early, you're on, you're time. on time. If you're that's on time, right. you're late. And if you're late, you're fired. Yep. Yeah, that's, that's true. That's it. So you guys like it. Uh, you've had a good career working for the laborers. Absolutely. You, you'd recommend it for a, a young person that doesn't know what they want to do or perhaps knows exactly what they want to do. They want to be in the building trades. Right. Absolutely. Absolutely yep. Yes, this is what, probably one of the best decisions I've made. Why do you say life. that? Because it's afforded me uh, a really nice life. Um, yeah. We talk about benefits. Mm-hmm. You never have to worry about health care. That's right. You um, you are planning. You're working towards your future. Yeah. You don't have to worry about, you know, um, investments and hedge funds. You have to, you have a pension that is reliable, that is dependable, that is trustworthy. And uh, it's 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 you're making a great living every day. And in the my role. I give back, you know, with the training and education and of our fund, it's nice to be the mentor, to share your story, right. you know, and then we, we watch these young men and women grow into our organization, and we look for them in the future to help be the future for us, like future instructors, future directors. That's right. You know, we, we need people on the bench. Oh, God, yeah, yeah right? absolutely. You want people on the bench. Of course we do, people and we want, we want a younger workforce as well. Why? Number one, because they're younger. Number two, because it drives down the cost of our health insurance, to be blunt with you, right? And I will talk to, um, and I'll wrap this up, but I get, I can't even tell you how many calls I get from laborers. And you guys, I know this because... The day after your class or that evening, my phone's ringing. Hey, I was in the laborers class today, and they were talking about blah 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 blah. I'm like, oh yeah, that's true. Like, I have that, yeah. Or I have this too. Like, yes, you do. Well, who pays for it? Like, how much does it cost? Like, it's free. Mm-hmm. What do you mean it's free? The union pay for it. It's from exactly. the union. It's for, it's a benefit of being in the union. So on top of everything else, right. they got all the other bells and whistles. They got all the MCL benefits as well. But your guys call, and they're appreciative. You guys are extremely appreciative. Yes. It's really, really nice to talk to the laborers, especially the women laborers, by the way, which is, you know, you don't see a ton of them, but when you talk to one of them, I mean, they are thrilled. I will say the laborers are- the one, training. And, and the laborers are one of the more diverse unions out there. Building trades by far have come a long yes. way. There's still work to do, but, uh, you know, I think you guys and, and many other building trades have done a lot of work to try to spread the message that there's a place for everybody. Yeah, you, everybody. Guys, you, you guys are doing a great job. Um, and, uh, you know, like I said, I talk to you guys all the time. Um, men and women, um, we, we really appreciate your taking the time to come down here and, and talk to us about this. I think it's really interesting and want the public to hear. And the website, one last time, if you're trying to get in, it's uh, what was the website again? ChicagoLaborers.org. All right, check it out, everybody. All right, Easy we've enough. been uh, talking to John Rotondo, Keith Vitale with the Chicago Laborers um, Apprentice Program. We will be right back on 720 WGN, the workers' mic. You're listening to the workers' mic, powered by the Midwest Coalition of Labor. And sponsored by Megan Financial, Premise Health, and Voya Financial. Welcome back, everyone, to the Workers' Mic right here on 720 WGN, powered by the Midwest Coalition of Labor. That was really cool, uh, talking to those guys. I mean, they're selling. Uh, it's in, in, an easy product to sell. It's what a great program. It certainly is. And it's nice to talk to, you know... <laughs> It's down to earth. Yeah. Right? These are just, these are working people. I yeah. think that's something. A two-year apprenticeship program is awesome. Honestly. Yeah. <laughs> to be done in two years. Oh, yeah. gosh, yeah. yeah. Right? What's your, what's the carpenters? Four. 
Four yeah, uh, a two-year yeah. apprenticeship program where you start at sixty percent, which is already almost thirty dollars an hour just in wages. Yeah, two years later, you're going to be making almost double. What I mean, what a yeah. what an outstanding trajectory to be on. Yeah, I mean, it's fantastic, and it's similar to a lot of the building trades programs: the carp or the the carpenters, the electricians, the operators, yep. and countless plumbers. The others, um, they all offer really similar opportunities. So, yeah, but, take it. Look, take advantage of it. You know, get into the trades is really it is earn while you learn. No college debt. Great, great benefits. middle. Yeah, great middle class life. And you know, and another thing I always say is, you don't take the job home with you. you yeah, know, you're not answering emails in the middle of the night stressing that your boss is going to be calling you you know you work on a construction site the job shuts down you go home you get a good night's sleep you go back to yeah, work if he does you're getting overtime for that so <laughs> that's the nice thing about being the union you're, you're damn right you're getting <laughs> overtime for that <laughs> for every single i should ask for those some yeah, overtime, right. huh? yeah so let's talk about some uh news right um a lot happening this yeah week. culinary workers uh, they they settled. Yeah, we talked about that last week. The culinary yep. workers at uh, all, like I think eighteen hotels in Las Vegas mm-hmm. were going to go on strike. Like thirty five thousand of them or something. Yeah, yeah. yeah. crazy Huge number. Yeah. And seeing that Vegas has the Formula One race coming up next weekend, right? And Super Bowl, Super Bowl, and in between a little old thing called the <clears throat> National Rodeo Championships. Yes, know, most importantly, which I'm planning <laughs> yeah. on heading out there for. Uh, but they they got a deal early uh, Friday morning and. They didn't put out the numbers yet, but they said that it was the uh, the largest wage increase that they've ever had in the history of the culinary workers. Good union. for so, them. Good for them. For sure. Good They're for powerful them. out there. They're very powerful out there. they all came from the, yeah. the Harry Reid army. Mm-hmm. And, uh, yeah, they don't mess around. And I mean, even in a situation where Nevada as a state has the highest unemployment rate in the country, they still haven't fully bounced back from the pandemic. Um the, the workers out there are still able to use the leverage of their you know collective might and uh, and get good raises. And I think I, I, I saw they were uh, one of the issues they were bargaining over was daily cleaning of hotel rooms. Did you know that they don't clean the rooms daily anymore? Well, we, and, uh, when yep. Karen Kent was here from Unite, uh, they were she talked about here yeah. that was part of the her settlement was from now on it's daily cleaning again, right? Because they tried to get away from it. They used the pandemic as an excuse. If you ever heard, if you ever go to a hotel, it says, oh, don't wash your towels, protect the environment. You, you know what that's about? Money. Right. That's, that's, a, sure. that's yeah. about the almighty dollar. So get your hotel cleaned every single day, yeah, period. I right? would just assume that you're going to clean my hotel room before I go in there. We know. What- well, when you're paying so much money for it, <laughs> yeah. it's not like they lowered the price after they said no. you're not going to clean your hotel room anymore, no. right? No. I mean, Phil, Phil really needs his hotel room cleaned. Definitely. I mean, when he leaves, yeah. <laughs> I, mean, I mean, I think we're under no illusions about how clean hotel rooms are. I like to eat in bed. He <laughs> likes to eat in bed. Do you? Yeah. So Fritos. So we got that. So that's a that's a big win. Um, looking forward to seeing all the details yes. about that. But it is certainly in in keeping with what's been going on nationally, and that is some large, large, large strikes and large, large settlements. And so that brings us to the actors. That sounds very, very large. Uh, but yes, the actors strike. We've been talking about this, oh my it gosh. seems like, for half a year. Doesn't it? And I was impressed by how strong they've stood through that. I know you guys were too, but they reached a deal. And uh, I think Friday, the, the board voted to approve it. And uh, I haven't seen the details on it, but they say that we they... Saw, we saw some, like... Some broad overarching, yeah, yeah. I know there's right, right. AI protections, right? That was a big a one. A new residual stream for, yeah. um, you know, for actors that are on streaming shows, which is a big deal. Yeah, increases so for the actors as well. It sounded like the yeah. leadership was was pretty happy, though they did say we didn't get everything we wanted. We're coming back for more in 2026. Look, you know what? Sean Fain from the UAW said the same thing. Right. He's like, we didn't get everything we wanted. Yeah. We tried. Yeah. And did we get the best contract we've ever had? Sure. 
did we get everything we wanted? No. Do you ever get anything? Everything you want? So no. bargaining works. Uh, yeah. That's right. You don't. I think they said the actors' deal was like worth a billion dollars, and that surprised me. That number. Why? Because a billion dollars in Hollywood land seems to me one movie. Yeah. <laughs> one Marvel right. movie. Right. Yeah. Right. To be a low number. Yeah. Um, whereas like the UAWs. I don't know, $3 billion? I mean, they got a $3 billion battery and manufacturing plant in Belvedere, Illinois. So right here. In, in we talked place. about that when they tried to go south, right? Yeah, Joe yeah. Biden was out here this past week um, yeah. you know, touting that. But yeah, I'm, I'm very interested to see what the deal looks like because there are a lot of uh, SAG members who are saying, if we didn't get exactly what we wanted when we started... We should stay on strike. So I think it's going to be interesting to see how this goes over with the uh, with the members. What else we got? Uh, I mean, Joe Biden was in town. Uh, this we talked about the UAW deal on the show last week and what it meant for Belvedere, which is just out on ninety on the way to Rockford. Yeah, um, the the strike ended. It reopened the plant. They're going to manufacture Jeep, uh, a new Jeep electric truck. I think it is out there. It's awesome. Um, which is a huge deal, but they're also opening a battery plant that's going to be over a billion dollars, creating more than a thousand new jobs. So also in Belvedere, yeah, nice. Yeah. So the people of Belvedere, I mean, it's a small community, and it's a lot of auto yeah. auto workers. And when that plant closed back in February, it was like, okay, this isn't opening back up again. These folks are going to have to find something else to do with their lives. So this is really, really welcome news. I mean, it's yeah. like think think to like it's it's, you know, it's adding jobs there. It's not only is it just that's for sure. reopening; it's adding even more jobs, and that's a huge deal. And yeah. and so Joe Biden was out there. Uh, it's great for the state Thursday. of Illinois. It's great for everybody. No question about it. Yeah. And and Joe Biden was saying. I want to see more deals like this. And Joe Biden, as president, you've got to be business friendly. You've got to support American manufacturing. So he has really close allies with the automakers. Sure. And they are furious with him right now because he's he's just open about saying, I'm, I'm, I'm standing with the workers. This is going to be good for the industry. It's going to be good for everybody. But I've got to support the workers. So It's about time you know, a politician actually stands up with the workers. He right? was the first president to walk a picket line. Yeah, that's yeah. right. That's right. And look. You know, I was a big Bernie guy, right? Bernie was pro-labor, said the word union a million times, but so does Joe Biden. And actually, he's at least putting his money where his mouth is. And, you know, we don't want to get too political here, but we're insourcing jobs. We're insourcing manufacturing, right? We're building battery plants. We're building chip manufacturing things. Like, we have jobs now. Economy is going well. Tons of building trades jobs. This is is a positive thing. So, you know, kudos to It's important to remember, you know, again, we don't want to get in politics too much, but... There are leaders of our country and in our state who are making sure that these massive projects are being built with union labor. Absolutely. Like making sure that there's prevailing yeah. wage protection. It's That's like, right. you know, uh, you know, vote your conscience, but keep that in mind. Yeah, for sure keep it <laughs> Especially in mind. Especially if you're a union member. Absolutely. And support your favorite union radio show. Exactly. That's exactly right. So um, my offer still stands for the Peggy Browning Fund. Give me a shout. I will take two of you to the event if you would like to go. And I think that's all we got. Um, Just in the nicks of time. Oh, good one. Thank you. Yeah, good one. So next week we have uh, the American College of Education coming in here, which is going to be really, really cool, um, which will dovetail nicely into what we just talked about with the apprentices. So we will see you next week right here on The Worker's Mic, 720 WGN. The preceding episode of The Worker's Mic was powered by the Midwest Coalition of Labor and sponsored by Megan Financial, Premise Health, and Voya Financial. For additional information and podcasts of The Worker's Mic, visit WGNRadio.com.